Coming up on HIGMT, Tesla's Model 3 is the best-selling EV in the world by a wide margin. The next Tesla will be designed in China, but will also be available to purchase worldwide. And we see some possible paint samples from Gigafactory Berlin. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of Indeterminate Light for Saturday, February 13th, 2021, episode 29. In Ottawa, Ontario, I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. First off, a bit of a correction or clarification from the previous podcast. Last week, I erroneously mentioned that Tesla will be picking up the cost of the MCU-1 to MCU-2 upgrade so that they will be complying with the request from the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration. Turns out that in order to comply with the request from NHTSA, Tesla will be swapping out the faulty 8GB memory module and replace it with a more robust 64GB module. The swapping of the modules will not grant the Model S and Model X drivers with new features found in vehicles containing the newer MCU units. So if drivers wish to have access to these new features, they will need to schedule a complete infotainment upgrade. The Tesla Model 3 is the best-selling electric vehicle in the world, and it's not even a close race. Electric.co has a breakdown of the top 10 EVs available, and the Model 3 holds a 12% market share, while the next closest EV, the Wuling Hongguang Mini EV, a rather small, inexpensive urban car, has a 4% market share. And for those wondering, the Model Y placed number 4 with a 3% market share, which is pretty good since it's being produced out of Fremont and just recently out of Gigafactory Shanghai. While the Nissan Leaf was in 3rd place in 2019, is now dropped to 7th place with a 2% market share. Tesla is expecting the Model Y to eat into and eventually overtake the Model 3's market share, and this will be accomplished by the additional production lines coming online in 2021 at Gigafactory Berlin and Gigafactory Texas. Now, it's also important to note that the Model Y production line at Gigafactory Shanghai is not yet at full capacity, so the number of delivered Model Ys will be significantly more those than were delivered in 2020. Our robot overlords have started to arrive at Gigafactory Texas, and so far they're behaving themselves quite nicely. But in all seriousness, I'm referring to the robots needed for the production of the Model Y and Cybertruck. And thanks to recent drone footage, we now can see robots that are currently being stockpiled out in the open and are shrink-wrapped to keep them away from their elements. Now, I'm not really sure why people are calling the $25,000 EV from Tesla the, as the next Model 2. It just doesn't make sense for me. So uh, from here on out, I'm just going to call it the Model C. Anyways, according to InsideEVs.com, the next EV from Tesla might be unveiled at this year's Guangzhou Auto Show at late 2021. This speculation is pushed forward by Tesla completing an environmental assessment, which would also include road testing. China's Sina Motor seems to think that the next vehicle will be a compact hatchback that shares the same platform as the Model 3. Not only is the next Tesla slated to be announced later this year, but according to InsideEVs.com and also uh, Tesserati.com, availability will not be confined to the China market. It is expected that the Model C will be also available worldwide. Tesla China President Tom Zhu mentioned in a recent interview that the Model C will not only be designed in China, but also be delivered globally. Tesla is currently building a research and development center right at Gigafactory Shanghai, and one of the very first projects coming out of the R&D center will be the Model 3. So there's a link to the interview in the Tesserati.com link in the show notes below. Now, in order for Tesla to be successful, they had to reach certain milestones in terms of production. So I think the latest milestone that they had to reach was the uh, Model 3 full production. And that was really important so that we can get mass market adoption of an electric vehicle. And they previously had, you know, the, the Model S and the Model X. And those were relegated to a certain clientele who actually had the money to um, buy into the Tesla 
idea of uh, fully sustainable energy production and transportation. But with the Model 3, that brought the barrier to entry to quite a bit lower. I think it was around 35,000 at first guess, but I think it turned out to be about 38,000 to get your foot in the door with a base model, Model 3. So this will mark yet another important milestone in Tesla's history with the release of the $25,000 electric vehicle. This will again lower the barrier to entry into Tesla's ecosystem with their electric vehicles and make their products more accessible for the general public. And thanks again to tesserati.com. We now have an approximate timeline for the availability of Tesla's 4680 cells out of Gigafactory Berlin. Within two years, it seems to be the consensus. And until then, Tesla will be using the traditional 2670 cells that for the first couple of years of the Model Y production. Tesla is currently working out the kinks and widespread production of the 4680 cells out of Fremont and is already expanding Gigafactory Nevada to provide these cells in large quantities. And it looks like we're going to get a sneak peek at some of the colors that are going to be rumored coming out of Tesla's most advanced paint shop at Gigafactory Berlin. Tesserati.com has the pictures of one of Tesla's senior recruiters at Gigafactory Berlin where four die-cast models were placed on a white background of snow. The colors shown are a vibrant red, solid black, metallic blue, and a new deep green. Elon Musk previously mentioned that all new colors will be available from Gigafactory Berlin, including a deep crimson red. In recent years, Tesla had paint quality issues coming out of Fremont, but it appears that these issues are no longer the case since the paint shop at Fremont has been revised since, uh, I think it was April 2020. This is further backed up by Sandy Monroe's recent look at the 2021 Model 3. Paint shops at Fremont and Gigafactory Shanghai will also have their paint shops retooled in the future, but this will have to wait until Gigafactory Berlin and Texas come online to make up for lost production. And while we're talking about Gigafactory Texas, we might as well take a look at some of the recent drone footage provided to us by Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts. In Joe Tegmeyer's February 10th video, he goes over some of the activities outside of the Megapad area. Although no specifics were given, uh, Joe does give us a relationship overview across many of the different areas that is owned by Tesla. In the northeast corner of the building, there are more precast elements that are being installed over the Model Y casting plant, which now includes precast roof elements similar to those used over the stamping plant to the south. Structural steel sections are continuing to be put in place while precast concrete wall panels are being wrapped around the stamping plant at the building's southeast corner. And actually, the entire building is now continuously connected from its northern limits down to its southern limits and from the eastern limits to the western limits. And that should pretty much do it for episode 29. Although episode 30 is not an overly significant number, I'm hoping to announce something special for listeners for the podcast. So if you are at all curious about what I'm planning for episode 30, be sure to check out the podcast next week. And if you're looking to purchase a test and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, you can feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. And according to my Tesla account, it doesn't look like anyone has made use of that referral program link except for my friend Chatty. So hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Tesla Model C. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any comments for me, you can throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And as always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. Cubby.